Group Chat Golf presents the Technically Golf Podcast. Chubb Watson officially sunny. What is good, fellas? What's good? We're back. Indeed, and we had quite a weekend um, of live golf and the PGA Tour. Um, Tony Finau, back to back. The 3M and the Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. If you had to guess, how much do you think he won? Combined for the two? You could do combined or you Probably could do... like three total, 1.5 maybe. Okay, okay. Did you see that on the sheet? I didn't see it on the sheet, no. Is that what it is? Well, the Rocket Mortgage oh. is 1.5. <laughs> no, the I just three, think... Uh, I've been, I keep track over the years of how much it gets over a million for each tournament. You know, and I feel like for just a regular run-of-the-mill tournament right now, it's like 1.5 mm-hmm. for, the, for the winner. Yep. You know? He won 1.5 at the Rocket, 1.3 at the 3M. Uh, he was 17 under last week, 26 under this week. So 43 strokes under par earned over the course of two weekends earned him about $3 million. Henrik Stenson, on the other hand, Live Golf uh, Tour, he won $4 million. Uh, for winning the event, and he had only eclipsed the four million mark twice on the PGA Tour since joining in 1999. Dead for ass last for a full. Oh, you mean for one win? I th- I feel like that's what it yeah, meant. Yeah, I yeah, read yeah. one sentence and then wrote it down win, on yeah. the sheet. Um, Jediah Morgan, dead last, 16 over, 27 shots off the lead. Live Golf Tour. He won 120 thousand dollars. Yeah, and I think it's. Uh, Real quick, funny to mention that last week I said Bubba Watson will never join the Live Tour. He did. He was just, I, I mean, I, Ten I haven't said that about anybody. Like, I never think about somebody not, but of all the people, I was like, I'm going to say, you know, Bubba would never join the Live Tour. And sure enough, like, literally a day later. Ten seconds after we recorded the Bubba podcast. Bubba Watson going was... to Live. Of all the fucking people. It's like... And now I See, get it. I get it. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was course. a good spot for that guy because yeah, he's, got he's got the personality. He's got the name, and he's probably not going to win much on tour anymore. And you don't have to win and live at all. William McGirt, dead last at the Rocket Mortgage, uh, one under twenty-five shots off the lead, sixteen thousand dollars. And that's only who made the cut. So Correct. everyone who didn't make the cut, zero dollars. Correct. You know. uh, and actually, I did see uh, some pretty crazy numbers today. That I screenshotted here on my mm-hmm. phone. Pull it up. Um, Golf Magic posted this. The world's highest paid golfers in 2022. Live makes up seven of the top ten highest paid so wow. far. And they don't even have to win. Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Sergio Garcia, Jordan Spieth, Patrick Reed, Charles Schwartzel. Um crazy 138 million for phil mickelson this year and i believe that's with what 125 million dollar live deal yeah and he's the worst golfer on the planet yeah i mean he is horrendous at golf right now dustin just under 100 million i don't know how tigers made 68 million this year i guess do they do they add in what they're making from like sponsors must be yeah so one two three four guys making over $1 $1 million on the Live Tour this week. Henrik <laughs> for Matthew Wolf and Dustin Johnson tied at 9 under, 1.8. So wow. Your, your shared second place wins more than your PGA Tour winner. Yeah. Carlos Ortiz, a million fifty. Yeah, I mean, some big numbers. Yeah. Henrik just coming in and taking the W right out of the gate, too. Pretty impressive. Yeah, he's nasty. Yeah. He's always been. Luke Donald replaced him as the uh, captain in, in the Ryder Cup. Oh, God. The Euro, the Euro team captain at the Ryder Cup. Luke Donald hasn't done anything in, like, 20 years. No. I mean, who else are you going to pick? You know? Everyone yeah, good. You're right. The, Euro, the Band. Uh, the Europeans are really going. But, you know, it's what I found interesting was when researching for this podcast, when you type PGA Tour into Google, you get, like, the leaderboard widget mm-hmm. and then just like a bunch of news about the event when you type live golf into google all it is is negative headlines yep. you can't even get the score you can't even get the winner the new york times put out an article today yesterday sometime um 
Live golfers paid up front, giggled their way around Trump Bedminster. And the whole article was about like Brooks Kepka riding on a cart to the first tee with his madame on his lap, and they like laughed at something. And so the whole like the whole meat and bones of the article was like, you know, pro golfers should really be taking events a little bit more seriously than doing little ride arounds, giggling with their wives. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? They can go over to the PGA Tour for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, what? The guy, the guy can't tour. have fun with his wife at a, yeah. at his job. This isn't the other PGA Tour. <clears throat> this is its own thing, and it. I mean, I saw so much content from this weekend, and it looked fun as fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, people, it's like, a, it's like a weekend party. Yeah. People all are able to, like, go out and, you know, they're not, they're, they're not representing the PGA Tour. They're right. all doing whatever they want at these things. Um, a lot of memers there. A lot of accounts there getting good content. Uh, everyone was there. Donald Trump was there. Uh, fucking. Name somebody else. Uh, you know, <laughs> Country Club adjacent was there. PJ Caitlin, dude, was there. Caitlin Jenny, Caitlin Jenner. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there was um, Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I saw some other people. I, I was just so many that I, I right. You forget, time. yeah, I forgot I them all. Time. Just everybody that you can think of. Yeah, you know the type of person that would like uh, that wouldn't like how Liv is played. Shooter McGavin. Yeah, that's true. He would not like that. So if he you doesn't ide- like golf, but louder. Right, exactly. If you identify as shooter, you 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 probably like the PGA Tour better. Yeah. Uh, the other people who identify closer to happy, yeah, lives golf's not so bad. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. We'll be there in a couple weeks in Boston, no matter what. Whether mm-hmm. they, I checked today, and they're still not open for the uh, for reg for registration for for media, media cred reg. So, we're early this time. We'll be early for this one, and hopefully they let us in. If not, we'll just have to go and have fun on our own, which will be fine, you know? Yeah, they either give us media credentials or we make our own and do it anyways. Yeah, that'd be some good content. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. Yep, do one as of those. Like, there. We snuck into the media tent at Live Golf. People love videos. those videos. Yeah. They're hilarious. I mean, we could either do the fake media credential, we could do the ladder. Got all kinds of ways to, to try to get in there. The old ladder trick, yeah. Um, I had a, uh, a revelation on the golf course, which I feel could benefit some listeners. And okay. that, that was um, when, when we played last, you told me when putting to... Uh, envision hitting the ball, which I chuckled at at first. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I thought, "What is this guy thinking? I'm doing here, you know, trying to throw the ball." Yeah. Um, but then when you, you know, you kind of explained it a little more, and then I realized I wasn't focused on hitting the ball on a putt at all. I was just focused on my my backswing. Is it a backswing on a backstroke? Yeah. My backstroke on the putt coming out straight, and then everything after that, I would just black out, which was causing me, you know, I just leave it eight to ten feet short every time but once i ch- made that mental change start hitting the ball with the club and focus on that i mean i think i maybe left it short once after that. yeah i remember was, the first putt you did it it was probably, probably like a 12 footer mm-hmm. and you just rolled it in back of the cup just yeah. like just perfect yeah and it was cr- i mean it was, was crazy the rest of the day if it wasn't going in it was fucking crazy sometimes so, that's all you need is just a little something and you know sometimes it's completely mental where it's like you're just blocked up doing one thing and you just need to switch it up a little bit and let your athleticism take over right right yeah and i think like i kind of got that like using the practice mats you know i just was so i would be so tied in on on doing the actual stroke correct that i forgot to actually think about hitting the fucking ball and my god if you're having problems putting just think about hitting the ball and it, you, i mean it's gonna go in yeah it's impossible not to go in when you think about hitting the ball yeah, especially when you just have an athletic background, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot sometimes even like swinging, putting, chipping, everything, you just need to like forget about thinking about the shot and just take a swing and let your body do it, and then work it from there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was a huge tip. Maybe one of the biggest I've ever, I've ever uh, implemented into my game. Yeah, that was. I mean, it was nice to see an immediate. It's always nice to see immediate feedback. Mm-hmm. You know. Especially positive, immediate yeah. positive feedback. And with the putter, it's so gratifying making a putt. It feels so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indeed it was fun it does. to watch. Fun to watch. Next, next, Chubb will be breaking 80. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I think we could now. Yeah. I think we could easily. We should do that before summer's out. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Or the next day, you know. It's yeah, been pretty hot. Right, right now, right. we have the fans off in here. We waited until the last second of turning hitting record to not uh, to turn the fan off. But it's hot already. Yeah. It's maybe, very hot. Maybe the hottest the studio's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's basically outside. We've only had the, It's been hot for days here. Mm-hmm. And today, the sun's beating down, and we're inside. Uh, possibly the last one in this studio for a while. Could be. Um, as you all know, we've been together here for, I think, like eight weeks now. Seven, eight weeks, and um, it's time to go home. Yep. You know? Summer's end. What do they say in American Pie 2? Summer's ending, and it's time to go to the... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's it. Nailed it. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Um, not to derail us too bad here. Uh, it is a, a golf podcast, technically. But uh, we played Dungeons & Dragons for the first time this weekend. We did, and it's so sick. Dude, if, you, if you buy in, you have to have friends that buy you in. Do. I think it definitely, if you're not like a... Like, if you haven't been playing D&D your whole life because you grew up a nerd and still are a nerd... Mm-hmm. It it definitely is group dependent whether you have fun or not. Yes. Like if you get your if if you and your boys all have the same sense of humor, and you get those fellows together and everyone's bought in, it is a hell of a time. I mean, I th- I knew it was going to be sick because our group was pretty into it, but it exceeded every expectation I have by like a million. Mm-hmm. I mean, we played that game until like one. Danny was out cold. Yep. I was, I was, my head was on the table. Like, it, we played until there was every inch of life left our bodies. Mm-hmm. And now we have to, I mean, I can't even, it's hard getting through every minute of the day. When are we going to play next? Yeah. Like I was already, like, looking at dice on, on Amazon mm-hmm. to get my own personal dice, you know, mm-hmm. die. I don't know, whatever you call it. Because they use, you know, everything from, like, a three to a... A 20. A 20. Yeah. Die. All kinds so, of different die in there. It's insane. But it's also like, you know, just kind of get that bad rap from jocks because nerds, you know, it's kind of connotated with with nerd nerds and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's, I mean, it's really, like, it, it's not that, it's not that nerdy. I mean, you can nerd out on it pretty hard, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But, like, any any average jock... Any average Joe, any average like person can get in because the game is so fucking easy to, yeah. to play. Setup's a little difficult. Setup like setting your character up takes a little time. But then the way the game is played is just basically like your dungeon master kinda has an outline of the story and a map and things, but then they're free to just like make shit up as they go. Oh, yeah. So they present you with a little like situation. You know, and say that, you know, like our, I think our first one was like, we were in a, in a bar and we had, you know, I don't know, like ghoul or a goblin had this car. Somebody had a cart. We had to like figure out what to, what to do with it. And you could just say whatever you want. When it's your turn, you can do whatever the hell you want to. There is no restriction or limit on what you can do when it's your turn. And that part of the game makes it, I mean, without, it might be the best game ever created. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, the people who created it, I have no idea how they did that. There is, pr- I mean, there are maybe a million words written yeah. on it to I explain mean, there's the full game. books, full yeah. books. We had to keep referencing our books and remember all the pages that our stuff was on. But um, if you have a good dungeon master, mm-hmm. and we had the best, we had, we had Master Bastion mm-hmm. who does our uh, live tour minute. Mm-hmm. It's if they can just tell a story and kind of get off the. I mean, we I rolled the dice like three times in like five hours. Yeah, it's it was more just like talking over situations with your buddies and like figuring out like strategies. Yeah, which is sick because, like I said, if you if you have a team full of people that are buying into it, it's the most fun game you can possibly play. Yeah, like at one point we had this little we had a little goblin hostage. That we were, tr- we needed to get into the big goblin cave to like get all the gold. So we took this little goblin hostage, and then we encountered some like vicious dogs that we had to deal with. So we just simply, I mean, first we cut the goblin's dick off, fed that to one of the dogs, mm-hmm. 
the other two dogs didn't like that only one dog got fed the dick. So they started going crazy and their chains started to come off the wall a little bit. So we just simply chopped that goblin into pieces, fed two of his legs. We to, fed, his a torso fed, his, and fed arms. the torso and arms to the other two dogs. And then we took the legs and just jammed them up Danny's ass to carry for the rest of the mission. Yep. We and just packed take, him right in his ass. Thank God he had him because we approached a worse dog mm-hmm. that he had to use both legs. Uh, but guess what? Not a problem because we just simply take those legs out of Danny's ass, feed them to the dogs. Yep. So, I mean, it's... So, as you can see, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want yeah. in this game. And it's all imagination-based. There were mm-hmm. no pictures of any of that stuff we just Correct. we just said. Uh, but they were happening. You mm-hmm. know? It was... It, and the, that night, it was real. And it was real to everybody at the table and, until we fell asleep, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all dressed up as, yep. char- as our characters. Uh, my name was Janus. J-A-N-U-S. <laughs> it's a man's name, not a woman's <laughs> name. Um... And your name was Lawrence. My name was Lawrence. Uh, I don't, Lawrence Charles some, Taylor. Yeah, something Lawrence Charles Taylor the third. Lawrence Robert. Taylor. Lawrence Robert Taylor the third. Um, and uh, I was a two spirit wizard uh, who displays as a white Southern Baptist. So there's a lot, you know, a lot of and the, the backstory is very important. Like things about your character come out throughout the game. Uh, Master told me I put out some of the information a little too soon mm-hmm. about my character, but um, I mean, all in all, that game is so fucking sick. Like, if you if you can if you have the opportunity to get three to five bros in a room who want to play, absolutely do it. Yeah, and yeah. you don't you it doesn't you don't have to like be nerdy and weird about it like you can just be yourselves and crack jokes and do funny shit like jam two fucking goblin legs up danny's ass and it would be it would help to have one person who does know how to play yeah uh would help a lot right yeah i guess that part is pretty crucial we had a we had a good guider we did we had a a good shaman who was training uh master bastion at the same time he didn't even play actually he just sat on the corner of the table and kind of just helped us all through it which was awesome yeah massive um but he didn't dress up anyway, so he probably would have felt left out mm-hmm. had he had he played. Um, but yeah, I, I, I suggest just, you know, don't knock it till you try it. It's a perfect don't knock it till you try it situation yeah. with D&D. Yeah, um, and like, I'll be playing again for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you've ever liked like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones, but you still identify as a jock, you're going to like this if you give it a shot. Yes. If you've ever played like a strategy game of any kind, like Age of Empires or you know Civ Six, anything with strategy involved, if you've ever done that, if you've ever liked a, a fantasy genre movie... You're like you're going to absolutely love this game. It's funny because I never even played strategy games. Mm-hmm. I just always was like sports. You yeah, know, I was never right. a gamer. I don't play video games. I tried to play video games before, but I just can't get into it. But this was like, I don't know. It, it kind of had like a escape the room vibe, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I've never been to an escape the room vibe, and now I need to go to one because yep. strategizing with you guys was like so fucking fun. Yeah, your boys are like kind of on your team and stuff, so you get to figure out how to beat the ghouls. Here's uh, here's Master Bastion now with the sixty second live golf minute of the week. Master Bastion. We have uh, the 60-second golf minute of the week here. Oh, nice. Nice. Who's doing it? Well, you. Master Bastion? Yeah, Master Bastion does that. Oh, well, I don't know if you guys watched, but the Bedminster uh, golf tournament, live golf tournament, was pretty crazy. Um, Tell us about how crazy it was. Well, uh, I've got a couple names here that you guys might know. I had no clue who they were. Um... The, um, well, actually, that being said, did you see that there was a DeLorean there? No. You know why the DeLorean was there? Future, uh, Back to the Future inspired? Why? Because the owner of the course, uh, whatever DeLorean, who invented the car, uh, yeah, he was the one who uh, originally owned it and then got uh, nailed for uh, cocaine trafficking. And uh, so he had to give up the course, and it was bought um, eventually by the Trump family and some other investors. 
and they converted the course and actually his home into the clubhouse and uh, part of the garage, and then his home into uh, Trump's home was made out of private residence. Also, they um, they have a herd of goats there for uh, tax purposes. Keep the taxes down. Wow. Uh, That's uh, a Trump move right there to keep the taxes yeah. down. Yeah. A herd of uh, goats. Do they farm the goats? I think they're there for... Uh, they really just uh, chew up the grass, but there's some uh, there's some tax loophole that uh, keeps it as like I think it's something for agriculture, I believe. So mm-hmm. it gets away with uh, a little more uh, a little more evasion. Mm-hmm. I guess technically it's not evasion if it's if it's legal. Chew up the grass. So you're saying like they don't have they can also save a little on top by not hiring a grounds crew. Yeah, yeah. I think he's double dipping in that respect. Wow. Um, yeah, and also uh, there's uh, there's a family um, family cemetery there where is uh, where Trump's ex-wife is uh, actually buried. Really? Wow. They got yeah. her buried there before the live event. Yeah, it said. Uh, Didn't she I'm just die here, like last week? Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah, it says Trump's ex-wife Ivana reportedly buried there after her recent death. Recently dead, yeah. So I wonder if he he held the event there so he could literally walk on her grave. Oh, broom! <laughs> Pretty crazy that he married Ivana and Ivanka. Yeah. And well, wait, isn't Ivanka his daughter? Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, okay. So yeah. he married Ivana and what's then his, named what's... his daughter Ivanka. Oh, wow. yeah. Which was her name just with a K in it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, slapped a K in there and said if it wasn't his daughter, he'd date her. Yeah. I only think about <laughs> yeah, he did do that. Yeah, did. <laughs> uh, remember Ivana Hump a lot from? Yeah. How uh, could you forget? Yeah, you couldn't. So who yeah. brought the did the DeLorean did the DeLorean show up because Trump brought it there or did was the old owner there as well? Well, the old, the old owner owners. I believe is dead, but mm-hmm. the uh, um, he uh, the DeLorean I think was there from the original purpose uh, purchase, and they keep it there because you know obviously the ties to to the history. Yeah, I thought you said. I thought you were going to say it was there because Trump wants to make America great again, and that has to do with going into the past and then bringing it into the future. I mean, it very possibly could. If he's going to do that, he should bring. He should uh, clear the uh, restrictions on cocaine and really up this boost this economy. Bring us back to the eighties. <laughs> good times. Good yeah. times. Yeah, he could do that. The. Uh, I was looking at some of the prices for, or purses, excuse me, uh, for like the top three players. It was, I think, uh, Dustin Johnson tied for second, got a million and a half. Yep, uh, 1.8. 1.8. Why would we ever go back to the old formats? I'm hoping that uh, out of this, I was thinking maybe we could get a decent live golf game. A video game? Yeah. Wow, that'd be cool. Let's build it. Yeah, well, we'll just have to get a hold of Liv. I've heard they're just throwing money around. Call him up. A little sales call. Yeah, patch him in right now, actually. We'll just do the merge call thing. All right, let me see what I can do. Let me go to the bottom of this thing, see if there's a Liv Golf number. I wonder what the area code for Saudi Arabia is. Mm. Probably billions of digits. <laughs> Contact us. Live golf. Call him up. Yeah. Nine six six Saudi Arabia. Nine six six one eight hundred Live Golf. Yep. Henrik Stenson four mil. Matthew Wolf. Dustin Johnson one point eight. Carlos Ortiz one. Patrick Reed, fifth place, 975,000 big ones. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to let me, uh, get them to patch in, but it's not allowing me to mer- Oh, Jesus Christ. Trying to Te- patch in Live Golf? Technical difficulties when patching in. Well, and there wow. goes Master Bastion. His longest minute yet. That was, uh, that was quite something. I did not know... Uh, that the guy from uh, Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox, used to own Bedminster Trump International in New Jersey. And that he was arrested for cocaine trafficking. Right. Great story of that course. I can't wait to post about that. 
Yeah, that was good. Didn't see much out there about the DeLorean. No. I love how he looked at the history of the golf course, you know? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like he was... just looks at everything non-golf right. related, non-tournament related. Yeah, a brilliant angle. I mean, he's quite a journalist. Yeah. Keep him out of Saudi Arabia, I guess, but... Yeah. It's yeah. pretty good. Good one. Pretty good. Um, oh, dude, also in that New York Times uh, article that I was reading, the one, you know, very, very negative about Liv, um, it said somebody hit a ball into, uh, into like, one of the areas where a beer tent was. So a bunch of people, like, came over to watch it, and then, you know, he chipped it on the green or whatever, and uh, a young boy, a young child boy, was like, Dad, who is that? And his dad said, no idea, son. And then they went on to say, and is that how live golf is going to be? It's no like, way. well, I mean, they've got more names in the top 25 than yeah. the PGA Tour I mean, does. We, we went to the U.S. Open, and I didn't know 99% of the people we saw, Yeah, it seemed. Yeah. I mean, most of the guys walking by were guys that I've never seen before and I'll never see again. And I didn't know their names other than looking at the scoreboard, and I was like, which one looks like which? Right. The three right. people in the group. Uh, yeah, like so if you were to rattle off some names on the PGA Tour, you're not go- like 48 people play. Yeah, uh, for live. And what, what if that father was at the PGA Tour and didn't know who the guy was? What's right, going to say, let's go find out, son. Yeah. Oh, like, then the New York this. Times would have been like, "What a great father-son bonding moment that they yep, shared at the PGA Tour." Neither of them knew tour. who this player was, but it was a beautiful moment. I mean. Yeah. It's out of control. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. I I, I noticed that same. once you said that about uh, there being a bunch of bad headlines about Liv, I noticed that too because I Googled Liv scoreboard or right. whatever, which is easy to find PGA. Yeah, there's a uh, widget. And nothing. Uh, nothing but news. I was going to say news, just like news, news, news. Right. It's, uh, it's kind of sad. I can't wait to go to an event. It is kind of like Hollywood, you know, just looking at this picture of Dustin and... and yeah. Phil on our screen right now yeah. with like the live golf sign behind him with some blue neon light and it's just and I love that about yeah. it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like it's like wrestling. Yeah. You know? Oh, the best. But without uh not being fixed. Yeah, and it's like a lot of the headlines too, you know, just had to do with like Trump, like, Oh yeah, Liv played at Trump, he was bad president. But like Trump of course has hosted PGA tour events, but like they never said that yeah. back in the day when when that was happening. And another thing I forgot to mention about the winners, team winners, who was uh, Dustin's team, DJ's mm-hmm. team, uh, got the split $3 million bonus also yeah. on top of what they got paid. Back-to-back so, wins for his team. So too. there you go. Look at that. So not only did Dustin cash in a million, 1.8 for T2, he also brought home, what's that, 7.5, 7.6 repeating thou, million, 7. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm fucked. I don't know where I was. Uh, Seven hundred sixty-six thousand dollars extra. Mm-hmm. Nice little two point. I can't. I gotta stop doing math right now. <laughs> Do another equation little, for the people. Uh, two point five million. Two point five seven nine million. Yeah. Another piece of that New York Times article. Sorry, I'm just regurgitating no, them please. as I remember them. Was that they were like, uh, you know, and Live Golf claims to be like reaching out to the the young people and stuff, but guess what we saw when we walked past the merch tent? T-shirts everywhere. Nobody was buying anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, all right. Yeah, right. I mean, what can you tell us about the event at all? Who won? Uh, Why are you just doing all this cry? This boo hooing. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, we'll see what happens with all that. Because at some point, there's going to have to be some... They're going to have to live with each other or oh. come together. Oh, yeah. Live with each yeah. other. Nice one. Thanks. Uh, not on purpose, but I'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, at some point, it's going to have to just work, and they're not, they're gonna, the back and forth is going to have to stop. You don't, we don't need PGA Tour players commenting on it or employees commenting on it forever. You know, right. it's over. It's happening. Guys are gonna keep going. We don't need the comments. Like, just let them both live. <laughs> you did it again. I did. Now I know that a lot of people say that, and that is probably the thing that should happen. But I love when they bicker at each other. Yeah, it's just like, are they? If there was a a live versus PGA tour event, mm. I would love the bicker. Mm. But there's not. Right. You true. know, and and it just like. 
Yeah, it's going to make it a little saucier when one of those guys go- switches, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, mostly just, like, we don't need bad news about Live Tour anymore. Right. We've heard it all. Right, Everybody's right, heard right. it all. Yeah, and no med- no article in the media is going to be, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia was outed for sports washing. Okay, I guess we'll stop doing it. Like, yeah. they're not going to, like, cave to a New York Times article. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Give that a rest. I like to be clear. I like when the players do it. Yeah. When media does it and has like a bias one way or the other because they know, you know, people are buying into this sports washing thing, mm-hmm. so they can get the like, generate the clicks off it. Those people have no integrity or, or moral compass. Yeah. They're all animals. I wonder if Liv is gonna do like a their own Ryder Cup version. That would be sick. You know, because think about how stacked that little Ryder Cup would be. What would they call it? The Ridem Cup? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Rider with an I. <laughs> Ridem Cup. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be sick. Can I would it? still like to see uh, see that just the team thing be... You know, it just doesn't Figured feel out. like their team format is at the forefront. Like, when you yeah. do finally find a leaderboard for an event, it's always the individual. Yeah, it's almost like nobody even seems to care about the golf. They're just so pumped that people are making money and doing better than on the PGA Tour. Right. And they have, you know, I think next year they're going to 14 events. Okay. So they are and expanding. How many people are watching these right now? Oh, that was something else in the New York Times article that they were they they mentioned that a lot where they were like, "Live Golf won't mention uh, you know their the numbers of viewing and it's it's I walking around Sunday it just didn't feel like the Sunday of an event with only a couple hundred people crowding around each green at the PGA Tour they average twenty thousand people a day, hmm. you know so I mean I guess it it sounds like and. I'm just getting this from a bunch of idiots that, you know, viewership is not necessarily high. Yeah. Uh, I think they, they also mentioned that, that, like, resale value for weekend tickets were going for $2. Oh, wow. Um, and that, again, was probably there was one listed at 2 mm-hmm. so then they grabbed that and put it in their article. Like, yeah. every ticket was going for the weekend for $2. Yeah. Pieces and of even shit. if it was, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, this thing is, this is, what, their fourth event? Yeah. Ever? I mean... But so, so do you think that people are going to PGA Tour events because of the name PGA Tour or because they want to see certain players? Because that was another thing they mentioned that was like, yeah, the Live Tour just doesn't have names that people want to leave their house to see. Mm-hmm. You know, but arguably, I mean, there's some big names on that list. Yeah. Yeah, I think my I think why I would go to an event would be to uh, for the you know do players that I want to see playing that specific golf course. I think the golf yeah. it's golf course dependent for me too. Okay, if I was going to go to a PGA Tour event, because mm-hmm. some places you'll just never see. Right, if you can go Correct. if you can get yeah. tickets to a U.S. Open at a course you'll never see. Like you just have to go. Right, uh, but I would say I was just thinking about that in my head. So you go to see the players, right? But the only thing is that these players have made their names on the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. Can someone make a name for themselves on the Live Tour? Ooh, good question. Good question. Yeah. Or is the Live Tour just going to keep letting the PGA Tour groom them and then right, stealing and them? siphon them off. You know? Which I wouldn't really, you know, I don't necessarily hate that. I don't think I need, like, a, a Live Golf name in order to to, to give it you know, like, justification or, mm-hmm. or anything, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. But it would be interesting to see, because there are, you know, there are some names on this list. And I guess if they're still allowed to play in majors, you can easily make a name for yourself, you know. Right. But you're not going to do a week in and week out on the live tour unless you do, unless you're, something crazy happens. Yeah. You know, or even if people start watching it, it would, would be enough for that. But yeah, I guess since they can still play in the majors, that definitely uh, that definitely helps, and perform in the majors. Yeah, they really. I can't wait till they win their first. The Live Tour players. Oh my god! I'm just so pissed. We have to wait till next year for that. Fresh out of majors, but 
You know, yeah, I don't know. I never really watched the PGA Tour, so I wasn't surprised that I wasn't watching the live. Um, obviously, like, I'll watch a major. I'll watch here and there and keep up with what's happening for the most part, but I'm not going to start watching golf now with live. But I like following it because it's just cooler. Yeah, maybe. It's more we'll laid back, you know. It fits me more as, like, a person. Yeah, the vibe's much better. Yeah. It's not yeah. a bunch of stuffy douchebags. But, and I guess we'll see, too, like toward the end of the year, you know, because it's a little bit more set up like a, an American traditional sports league where, like, the end is the, la- you know, the last event is, like, the the moment where the winner of the season gets crowned. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, the PGA Tour, you've got four majors scattered in throughout the year. Once that fourth major's done, who the fuck cares what's happening on the PGA Tour, yeah. you know? yep. And so it'll be interesting to see if it's maybe close down the stretch, whether that's captivating television to watch or or if it's just another live event that uh, nobody tunes in for. Yeah, they have to make it sick for that last one. Like, they have to just go out and Ryder Cup-style pairings, you know? Yeah. yeah or, or, you know, playing. Well, I don't know how they'll set it up. I hope they just set it up exactly like a Ryder Cup for the last. I mean, that'd be sick. Yeah. Even if it's just like head-to-head matchups instead of just taking that overall score. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes it a little more exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to. I like. I I want to see guys on teams together all the time. I want to see them play a scramble. Yep, that would be sick. I wonder what they'd shoot. They're like a fifty-two. Yeah, like how low can you go? Probably pretty low. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get to see him like, hit bombs and stuff. Because if one guy's out there, you know, right. you got Dustin trying to hit it his longest. Mm-hmm. I know they'll never play a scramble, but man, do I love scrambles! Yeah, DJ's team's killing it. I think he had he had some names on his team this week too. He had Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch, and Pat Perez on his squad. How are you going to beat that? Wow. That's sick. I love that. So they pick every... They have like a draft night every week? I believe so. God. And that draft night party is so sick because I saw it on everybody's story. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to that? who pay to go to that? Yeah, everything surrounding the golf at Live seems just absolute top-notch. Yeah. The music, there's like... There was... Music just playing, kind of like our tournament. Mm-hmm. Like music just playing in people's backswings and stuff. Yeah, I think I think that might be what it takes, you know, to gain that viewership. Mm-hmm. If people keep being like, damn, these vibes are sick. Everybody does care about the vibes nowadays, you know? Nobody's going to a PGA Tour event and being like, oh, the vibes are so good here. Right. Like, I guess, I guess they are. But still, like, be quiet, you know? Right. Well, I mean, like, our vibe was sick at at an event like that. But I don't know that everyone else's was, like, on the same level as us. Yeah. Yeah. The live, it just seems like like an overall understanding of something cooler than what the PGA Tours is. Right. Like, if you were to just take each moment that we were at that event not watching golf, like, on a fun scale... It was like one to three, maybe. Yeah. And the three was probably when we got a steak sandwich. Yeah. And I'm just saying that was fun because it was kind of, you know, it was delicious steak yep. sandwich. Yeah, it was. But, like, there's nothing there's nothing there that you can do outside of watching golf that's fun. You know, here you've got the Club 54, you got music playing, There's seems like there's, like, games and little prizes to win, kind of like a carnival, carnival. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm all I'm all for that. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I got a little got a little high a few minutes ago, and mm-hmm. now all I can think about is what I'm gonna eat later. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's overcome me. What are you thinking? I don't know. I was even thinking of like just going to the Colatina and sitting wow. down for go a out for dinner. But then again, I ate so much yesterday, and so much of random shit. Like I yeah. ate a little bit of everything yesterday. It was like a recovery day. Yeah. And I, by this morning I woke up and I was like, I can't eat today. Yeah, it was our first day back from out of the dungeon. Yeah. And, yeah, it, we had a, we just made a terrible, like, 11 o'clock p.m. decision to go to the kitchen and eat some snacks. And, and we Danny cut- started cutting up 
salami and Cut cheese. Up a whole stick of salami in the thickest cuts, and the mm-hmm. three of us ate the whole thing. But I think I like my. I, I was just all over the. I think I went in there and I started with a cookie and a cup of milk. Oh yeah. Then I went sausage and cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, then chips, or sorry, then a uh, one of those little apple pies. Is it Hostess? Who yeah, made those yeah, little wrapped up yeah. apple pies yep. coated in glaze? It's so good. And then chips, uh, more sausage and cheese. Uh, then Reese's peanut butter cups with more milk. It was just like a snacking of dessert snack, dinner snack, dessert yep. snack, dinner. Just stacking that, mm-hmm. cramming like chasing desserts down my down my gullet with salami and cheese bites. Yeah, I didn't even like wait for the mouth to clear at all either. Like I would, <laughs> you, you were know, just mixing I in there. I would go. I was doing like mini mini donuts, <laughs> into like straight from the salami and cheese into chips, and then mini donuts, the apple pie mm-hmm. thing, a cookie, but just so spread out. And as I was eating them, I was just thinking of the layers going on oh. in my stomach of what was going in, and I'm like, this is just a bad. And it was like the last thing we we walked straight to bed from there. Yep, straight to bed. I was asleep within a half hour and. And I just felt like so. I felt, I've. It's been a tough day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the day before that, we just ate chicken and bread for the Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> game. We made we made a bunch of chicken on the fire, and we just put a bunch of bread on the table. And, and to be clear, it was chicken with bones with attached. bones in it. Yeah, of course. There's no, nothing boneless at this game. It had like the medieval vibes. Yeah. you know? you had to. We. We went hard at the thrift store and everything. Yeah, meat, and, meat on bones and big loaves of bread that we ripped up with our hands and then dipped into red wine. Yeah. Yeah, we thrifted hard. I mean, that was another thing is, like, just we had candles on the table mm-hmm. and yeah, all we kinds all of, like, uh, does, what are they, decorations. Yeah. It makes it, you know? Like, that vibe in there was all time. It was. Yeah, we had a fog machine under the table and just, it's. That's just how you got to do shit, you know? Go big or go home. That's what they say. Yeah, I didn't even really know what my character was going to be. I focused on the backstory more than, like, what he actually is in uh, Dungeons & Dragons, or actually Z, what Z is in Dungeons, because I'm two-spirited. Um, and then so then I just kind of, like, due to team need, uh, I, I was given the race of wizard, Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I don't yep. know if race is the right word. I think I was still a human. <coughs> but, um, yeah, I was a cleric. I was a wizard. And then, like, picking my spells, I just, like, chose ones. Like, I, there was no description. All I was given was the name of the spell. <coughs> so I just chose some of those that I thought sounded cool. And I happened to have this little glove that uh, shoots laser beams out of it. And it turned out, like, halfway through the game, I started looking into what my spells do, and one of them is uh, my wizard just blasts what it, whatever it touches with lasers that come out of his hands. Yep. So it was just, like, a perfect storm of, of circumstance. Yeah, I did the same thing. I made a cross beforehand, and I wrapped some, like, light-up wire around it in, a cro- in the shape of a cross on the top of it, and then I ended up one of my... One of my weapon, not a weapon, but one of my equipment things ended up being a, a holy symbol, which was a staff with a cross on the top of it. So I fucking nailed that. Yeah, you uh, sure did. Pretty big god theme. I was all in. Be- I, I, I my you. my character was more uh, a healer. I'm not a fighter, mm-hmm. so I just needed to to be there to heal my team and do spells and shit. Spent most of the game uh, laying down on the ground. I did. I spent a lot of the game laying down because I chose to make a decision instead of skipping a turn to stand up. I just started doing shit laying down. Yeah. And I don't know if that is legal, but uh, they allowed it in the moment because we were in a fight and they said, you know, it's like wartime when you stay on the ground and you, you know, I made it over to Danny. Yeah, you had to crawl all the way over to him. Yeah. I revived the shit out of him. Uh one of my best I had some good dice rolls in the three that I had during the game um, but you know I think it's that's a good segue into um, God really yeah I mean and, uh, the power of the Lord yeah if you guys want to break open break open your Bibles to maybe I don't know something just kind of random Leviticus 21 18 21 maybe uh, you know we could do a little oh, a little Bible, stu- Bible study. So in Leviticus, God writes, 
For whatsoever man he be that hath a blemish, he shall not approach. A blind man, or a lame, or he that hath a flat nose, or anything superfluous, or a man that is broken-footed, or broken-handed, or crook-backed, spelt B-A-C-K-T, crook-backed, or a dwarf, or that hath a blemish in his eye, or be scurvy, or scabbed, or hath his bones broken. No man that hath a blemish of the seed of Aaron, the priest, shall come nigh to offer the offerings of the Lord made by fire. He hath a blemish, he shall not come nigh to offer the bread of his God. So, my interpretation of this specific passage, Leviticus 21, 18-21, is that God writes, if you are uh, in any way uh, not a perfect human being, which I created, mm-hmm. um, you shall not uh, eat my bread. You shall not come anywhere near God. Uh, you cannot be a part of my kingdom, again, even though I created you yep. this way. Yep. So that seems kind of you know mean-spirited. Yeah. It kind of seems like the people who wrote it just don't want like not perfect people in the church and just... Because this means like eating communion, right? R- right. You okay. So, well, you said people. So God didn't write this. You're saying? Well, you know, it's no. Okay. The Bible. So the, okay. So the people are I saying it was written by. Uh, I don't know. If God twelve disciples. Okay. It's a if, guess. If, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I thought maybe thirteen. Um, if if you are a, a lame or a blind man, oh, I love yeah, this one. Fucked up. Or the. A blind man, a lame, or he that hath a flat nose. You know there was one dude in that neighborhood who was super annoying and just mm. had like kind of a flat nose, so they threw that line yeah. in. Yeah, Because nobody has a flat nose. No. I mean, I mean, what are we talking about? I don't even know about? what they mean by that. But yeah, if you have basically any, any, any physical... yeah, whatsoever. You are not to come to church. Even like, what, if you're broken footed, that probably means, like, if you have a broken foot that for a couple weeks, right? you can't go. And you have to wait to get better, or do they mean like people that are just like deformed? Right. I'd say it probably goes both ways. Like whether you sprained your ankle or you have MS. Mm. What yeah, did Timmy yeah, from ways. South Park have? Tim Air. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like that would be a broken footed man, wouldn't it? Yeah. So that's the pretty chill. Is, uh, yeah, that's chill. God's awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so now if we want to turn to Deuteronomy, and that's not D-U-D-E, Deuteronomy, that's D-E-U-T-E-Eronomy, Deuteronomy 2511-12, when men strive together one with another, and the wife of the one draweth near for to deliver her husband out of the hand of him that smiteth him, and putteth forth her hand and taketh him by the secrets then thou shalt cut off her hand thine I shall not pity her hmm yeah I'm, I didn't I didn't retain any of that I have to read it again so when men are striving together you know one yeah. with it so let's say sure. you and I are just sitting around striving you yeah. know as as men are known to striving do striving in our in our golf cart yeah, sure. So we're striving the course, say we're on hole four, and the wife of one of us draweth near um, to deliver her husband, so say to deliver out of the hand of you, and you, smithe, you smitheth me, and then putteth forth her hand, and taketh me by the secrets, then thou shalt... Cut off her hand, and thine shall I, thine eye shall not pity her. Mm-hmm. Well, it says, "Oh, okay." So they're describing it underneath, which thank God, because I was wondering <laughs> by the secrets. Does he mean by the? Does this mean by the balls? And it does. Okay, so secrets uh, means balls. Yeah. So yeah, it says if if a faithful wife decided to defend 
her husband by grabbing a guy by his junk, anyone in the entire world would have God's blessing to cut her hand off. So if you'd grab a guy by the balls... Okay, so basically, She's getting yeah. hand cut off. So this is like if you and I are striving down hole four, we just hit our drives and we're yep. striving with one another, and I happen to say, "Oh, you're way back here. I'm all the way up there," mm-hmm. and then your wife came, came out, out and sack tapped me. Yeah. Uh, either one of us or anyone else on the course yep. or Earth could just come and cut her hand off. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's. Well, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Sack tapping a, a dude? Yeah, I'm picturing more of grabbing a grab. Okay, like, just like a you know tap, okay. which you know the taps do hurt, but just imagine somebody just grabbing your right. sack and just like pulling it yeah. down. Yeah. So I guess I was just going kind of like the modern day version because yeah. nobody fucking does that. No. You know, and I guess yeah. back in the old days it, it happened. You'd have to have like yeah, because I mean think of the kind of the the kind of shorts you'd have to have on for it to be like. To not be able to stop a grab to the balls. Mm-hmm. Actually, so I was picturing cock and balls in this, and it would actually probably work in this game. Yeah. But a couple of bros I knew uh, that I grew up with back in the day played a game called Choo Choo. You ever played that game? <laughs> Choo Choo, dude. You know, like the train whistle. Choo Choo. Oh, no. Uh, you just grab the person, like, kind of by the head of the penis, and then you just tug down oh, and go, yeah. Choo Choo! And it, uh, I mean, the... The sack tap pain, like, stays in your body longer, but that one is a weird sensation of hurt. Yeah. I gotta tell you. Yeah, that's a And it sounds game. like this would just... Yeah. Yeah. But if, if you got the balls in there, too, and chew-chewed them... Yeah. That could be pretty painful as well. And I guess... The I don't know. Maybe God's huh? right on this one. Maybe you do cut her hand off. But if, like, a dude... So if a dude... If a dude sack taps you... Does he get to keep his hand? This is only for women. This is just a yeah. Okay, then I don't. Then I don't agree. If this was not sexist, I uh, almost I like would have says, no problem with this. I like how it says how to use underneath. Yeah, yeah. This is a good little, uh, good little Bible read here. Non virgins are to be stoned. Well, that was an ad. Okay, so we're back to uh, Deuteronomy 22, 21, 20 20-21. Did we reread these or no? We no. no. Okay, nice. But if this thing be true, and the tokens of virginity be not found for the damsel, then they shall bring out the damsel to the door of her father's house, and the men of her city shall stone her with stones that she die, because she hath wrought folly in Israel to play the whore in her father's house. So shalt thou put evil away from among you. So this one is saying if you're a... If you have had sex without being married? Is that what it's saying? When you're in the father's house? So before your father sold you to be married to a man, if your tokens of virginity are not to be found, uh, you hath die. By stone. By stone. And it's the rest of the By the, whole the rest of the bros in the neighborhood who get to come out and do it. Yeah. I love the line to play the oh, just whore the men, yeah. in her father's house. Yeah. I mean, these... Uh, it's crazy. I, I can't even believe that this is in a thing. Yeah. I need to buy a Bible because I almost still don't even believe that these things are in it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I do. <sighs> uh, Leviticus. 12.5, if you turn to Leviticus 12.5, I was kind of doing a bit earlier where I was pretending like we did have a Bible, you know, yeah. saying if we all turn to the oh, yeah. passage, but then it I was... Did, I visualized I mean, you that kinda, as telling the class to open up their Bibles. Okay. So right. it still worked for me. We, we you know, we're, yeah. we're teachers. We we're, did out ourselves a little bit that we are reading these, this is off of a website of the most insane Bible verses, so I think, yeah. you know, that kind of... Yep. Yeah. We'll get a real Bible and do it. Yeah, we'll, well, I we'll just start to find Leviticus twelve five in the real Bible and make yeah. sure it says that. Then I'll have, I'll feel great about this. Reading um, it on the paper, you know, that's yeah. where, where yeah. supposedly God or Jesus wrote it in the golden, the, the golden painted pages. Yep. Um, yeah. But so this one, uh, but if she bear a mal, a maid child, but if she bear a maid child, 
then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her separation, and she shall continue in the blood of her purifying three score and six days. How do people even understand what this means? I don't know. Can we get it in English? Um, Is this insane? 2,389 people, yes. 411 people, no. The how to use on this one says, Next time one of your devout relatives or someone who always thinks they're right during religious debates has a daughter, politely bring up the fact that in the eyes of God... The mother is a dirty whore who needs to wait 66 days before being allowed anywhere near anything clean ever again. Wow. Wait, so, okay, so they can't... Devil's number's in there. 66 days. Okay, so she can't go anywhere near anything clean? For after having a baby? Like she couldn't use, like, a clean cup in the kitchen? I don't know. What's a maid child? I don't know. I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think we have time for one more here. Right. And so if we turn to Leviticus 26, 27-30... Uh, in spite of this, you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile toward me. 28, then in my anger I will be hostile toward you, and I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. 29, you will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I, this is, I don't know what to say about these I was very wrong about what the Bible was. I just... What did you think it was? Well, I thought it was, <laughs> you know, I thought they said these things a little better and didn't say such fucked up things. Okay, so you're saying that, I like... I thought it was, like, about good morals and shit, not like this. Right, you were... You, I you, never read it, obviously. You, <laughs> you thought it was, like, you know, if if you... If I tell you you can only watch an hour of TV and you watch an hour and 30 minutes, you'll, you know, you'll have a little time out in your room. Not, if you break the rules in my house, uh, you will have to eat both your sons and daughters. Yeah, I mm. mean, I just, I don't, I, I thought so many people that, if so many people followed something, it must be okay, but when you read into it, uh, if this isn't everybody's Bible, <laughs> you know, like if this is, you give your kids their Bible and some little seven-year-old that worships God has to read this shit, I don't know if I... I don't know if I believe it. Okay, we do have time for one more. Okay. If we turn to Mark twelve nineteen in our Bibles, um, Master Moses wrote unto us, If a man's brother die, and leave his wife behind him, and leave no children, that his brother should take his wife, and raise up seed unto his brother. I mean, this is actually... Exactly what Hunter Biden did. Mm -hmm. When his war hero brother Bo Biden died, he took up seed with his brother's wife. Hmm. So this one, actually not too far off. You, it sounds crazy that if your brother's wife, if, you, if your brother dies and his wife is just sitting around, what do I do now? Mm -hmm. You got to go banger is yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, well, I mean, at least you can say the Bible told you to. Yeah, true true you know you would think that that would be a sin you would think that would be a sin yeah well and i wonder the way it's written like it's it does one of these guys that wrote it just wanted to bang his brother right, right it doesn't like it doesn't come off like for instance there's a period at the end there's not a question it doesn't come off as if the wife of your dead brother has necessarily choice. any choice yeah. in this matter. No. So it sounds a little bit more like you just go over and rape your brother's wife after he dies. Sounds like the women really had it tough in yeah. this when they really lived by this. Which yeah. I guess people still do today. So, And even crazier, there are women who go to church. Have they read this? 
Apparently not. I think they'd put up a stink. You would think. You wouldn't. That was a nice rhyme. Thank you. Uh, fucking Dr. Seuss over here, but yeah. I do agree with that. I think that the, the things that they get angry that they get angry about now justified. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they're all crazy. The things that you know cause a stink today amongst women's rights and stuff. You would think that this stuff would not be supported on a weekly basis by a lot of them. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know. Sure, a lot of them would be like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah," because <laughs> God told them to do it. Yeah, or yeah. the twelve disciples. Should we maybe look into who wrote the Bible? Yeah, we'll end on who wrote the Bible today. Because after two episodes of Bible study, we're gonna check out. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it looks like they didn't sign it. Of course not, because it was a joke, it meant to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding no yeah no it says after nearly 2,000 years of its existence and centuries of investigation by biblical scholars we still don't know with certainty who wrote its various texts when they were writ- written or under what circumstances I think we can kind of guess what circumstances they were under yeah it was men wanting to do weird shit to thy neighbor and thy wife mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna just say here I could care less what religion you are I don't care like, I don't, I think people need shit to believe in, and that's cool, but uh, it's fun to read through. Correct. So that's why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. This is my Bible. Right. Uh, I sure. did make my confirmation, and, you know, I don't know if that's, I think that's what makes you, like, yeah, you know. But, a church guy? Yeah. So I'm a big church guy, but now I'm, now I'm, I'm enlightening myself yeah and, and Chubba, Chubba's enlightening me separate the art from the artist a little bit I think yeah. it's fair to read something and think it's outrageous you know without people getting mad at us for putting we're not putting anything down we yeah. didn't write this no yeah I mean we're kind of putting them down a little but <laughs> uh, only because only the crazy ones you know I'll probably we'll, pro- we'll find some good ones to throw in and be like see now this is what the bible might, might should, I thought the bible was like Right, you know, but maybe there are none of those. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. No, I think we're we're coming at this from an educational standpoint. Exactly. We just want people to know what's written in the Bible because we didn't know. We're learning and for we the thought, first time with you guys. Man, it would be interesting to find out what's in that book. And we, th- you know, maybe you guys feel the same. Maybe there's somebody out there that wants to know too, or maybe somebody who believes in it who doesn't necessarily know what's written in there. Yep. So, but that's all. That's all it is. All right. Yep, so order up a Bible this week and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll do a little little more study at the end of next week's episode and we'll talk more golf and food and stuff. Yeah.